is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It is Brian Mudd with, of course, your local real estate pro, Lisa True. And we have a guest this week, mortgage partner of the True Group, Eric Cantelli from Academy Mortgage, telling you how you can go about getting closed with the smoothest process. There is method to the perceived madness, and Eric Cantelli will guide you through that process today. Before we get going, if you're not already there, well, go over to truerealestate911.com. Why? Well, you'll see when you get there. Uh, you have the ability to search the MLS like a pro in real time. The Trues have somebody there that's able to assist you with whatever your real estate needs might happen to be. You get great tips from Lisa, videos, and information from experts from here and literally around the world. So go to truerealestate911.com and when you're ready, uh, you just reach out to the True Group. They can be a resource for you. They're happy to help seven days a week, 561-972-8326, 561-972-8326. Lisa, before we get into the latest of what's going on with mortgages and how best to manage that process, what is your current read on the real estate market? What are you seeing out there? We're really still seeing those two markets. Uh, we're having properties that are having multiple offers. They're selling very quickly, sometimes over asking price, substantially over asking price. And then we have some of those properties that really are having to get that price perfect because the neighbors are starting to reduce prices because of mm, rising inventory. Okay. So there's the question for some of our listeners on what is it worth and what can you get for it? And they may be two different things on the upside and also for that you know cooler market. Okay. And are we seeing those delineations on price still to where the more affordable homes are doing well and the luxury properties are kind of sluggish? Yes, it's still the same as what we looked at uh, last go around. And of course, there's exceptions on both sides where maybe it's a it's a more affordable property and it's in an area where it's not hot and it may be a luxury property that is hot. And yet, generally speaking, we're still talking about the affordable homes, anything under five flying really off the shelves. Um, and like I said, with often multiple offers, which is really great if you're a seller, not so great if you're a buyer, which is why this conversation is so important. And that would also mean that the opportunity is the move up buy at this point. It is definitely the opportunity. If you have a home, you may be moving from a super hot seller's market into a maybe warm market or maybe even a buyer's market depending on how much you're jumping in price and and maybe if you're moving to a different city so there's definite offer opportunities for that move up by definite opportunities also for our people that are up north and looking i have a lot of people looking at buying second homes now um, or retirement homes now and then renting them out because they can often cash flow the property and secure that price point today and be ready for it whenever they're ready to move down. And with that, we bring in Eric Cantelli from Academy Mortgage, ready to share some information with us. I imagine the first thing that comes to mind, Eric, and uh, the consideration of many people, the Fed and interest rates, it was, it's crazy that it's going to have been at a minimum a year between Fed rate increases. And the opportunity with the volatility in the financial markets, the election cycle has been that we right along now this fall have had the opportunity for near record rate mortgages. If you'll describe a little bit of the process when you're looking at from an interest rate standpoint. 
Well, you're right, Brian. The interest rates have remained low. The Fed is not raising interest rates. Uh, they haven't, and it's hard to say if they will in the near future either. As Lisa could tell you, there's also a little bit of an issue with inventory on, on the homes that are more sought after in between the ranges of probably two to 400000 So with that being said, it's, a, it's definitely a, a bit of a seller's market. So it was, what, about a year ago that the new regulations came into place that ended up potentially making the mortgage lending process a bit more complicated? It did. Last October, it stepped in. It's called TRID. Um, TRID basically puts in some safeguards for home buyers as they go through the home buying process. Lisa, now that we're a year into trade, which, I mean, the acronym sounds like a disease, but uh, theoretically it's supposed to be good for consumers, as Eric was mentioning. From, uh, you know, a, a real estate uh, buying and selling perspective, what has it meant to the market? I think it depends. If you have a great mortgage partnership and you're a buyer lender relationship is strong to where when they ask for something, you actually give it to them on time. Um, it, it still is, has been, got, uh, for us, it's actually been quite smooth um, because Eric at Academy kind of has this all figured out and has the timelines in place. If you're a buyer who isn't on top of it, um, that's a challenge, number one. Number two, if you're not using somebody with direct underwriting in-house, it's also a challenge. And those are the deals that haven't closed on time. Um, we have hit every closing date so far. Wow, and, that's great. You know, and it, it's with diligent work, and yet it can happen. You can definitely do a 30-day loan um, process very easily if you get them everything that they need and and are responsive when they ask you for something. Yeah. So Eric, in uh, touching base with you before we got started today, it really sounds like the process matters perhaps more than it used to because there once was a time where if everything else was together, but there were some last minute things that needed to happen, you know, maybe that could be rushed along. I I imagine during the end of the process now, some of these deadlines are pretty hard. So we really do need to make sure that we have everything, uh, you know, together on track with the process that you've out. That's exactly correct. You know, it used to be where before TRID, there were always a few days within the loan process and a 30-day loan process that you could make up some for some lost time if you had to. Uh, with the intervention of TRID and basically putting a three-day wait at the end of the loan process, so if, you're, if you really think about it, a 30-day process has to be completed in 27 days. Um, the borrowers have to be on the ball supply paperwork in a moment's notice, and it's really a true teamwork atmosphere when you are applying for a home loan. Uh, We try and make that very clear in the beginning of the process with all borrowers that it's a joint effort to do a 30-day close, but as long as all parties are on board, it's actually not very hard to do. So why don't you walk us through a little bit kind of the high-level steps that are important that we hit in order to ensure that we're going to close as efficiently as possible? Well, first of all, I, I think I say this a lot of times when I'm on the radio with you. It's very important that the borrower be prepared in the beginning, meaning have all your paperwork ready, uh, be organized. So that way, when you're meeting with the, with the mortgage loan officer, um, they know what they have, they know what they need, and as the process unfolds, they're able to fill in the gaps quickly and without adding any type of frustration during the loan period. Okay, and so having things together on the front end, what does that entail? Uh, you know, after you go through a proper pre-approval process, you're going to already have given your lender tax returns, bank statements, paperwork. But as 
the time passes between when you've been pre-approved to when you actually go into a, a contract to purchase, that is the variable that has to be addressed. And what I mean by that is when I mentioned to the people I've pre-approved that you have to keep track of their finances as we go along the way waiting to get into contract, that means if you have another pay stub while we're in that waiting period, hold on to that. If you get another bank statement during that waiting period, hold on to that. So that that way, once the loan process starts, you already have all updated paperwork. The lender can just simply move quickly and easily and get your loan submitted. What are some of the base guidelines to qualify right now? The base guidelines are, are relatively the same as they've been for a long time. Two years tax returns and W-2s, 30 days worth of pay stubs, and two months worth of, worth of bank statements. So that's the baseline rule. Um, if people own properties, say they own an investment property and things like that, you know, maybe you obtain proof of, your, of insurance on that property and also a recent mortgage statement for your lender. Okay. And we've actually heard, and there have been some stories out there, I should say, and I don't know if they're true or not, so I'd be interested to get your perspective, that it's become a little bit more difficult to qualify for uh, some of those investor loans or second home purchases. Uh, what does it look like on your end? To be honest with you, I hear that a lot, but I, I really don't agree too much. Okay. Uh, the qualifications really have not changed all that much. Um, Fannie Mae, which pretty much dictates the rules, especially on investment property purchases, hasn't really changed any of their parameters in reference to what you need to have or, in, or debt ratios or anything like that as it relates to buying a property. But where that usually comes into play more is when you have a self-employed borrower. Um, often, sometimes they, they have the ability to make several investment property purchases, but because they're self-employed, they may write off a lot of their income. Lisa, and, we had mentioned, uh, you know, that the move up buy was a real opportunity here, and and he's, uh, you know, articulating what's necessary to get through some of those rough spots with some of the loans that might be under a little bit more scrutiny. And so, uh, you have actually worked with for a number of years, not only people on the move up buy to be able to manage the selling and the buying simultaneously, helping them through the mortgage process and that as well, but also on the investor side, uh, you have, uh, you know, initiatives in place where people can identify, hey, hey, this is what I'm looking to invest in. And you can help them through that process, including the, the lending side of things as well. Yes. The first thing we're going to do is have a conversation of what type of investor they are or that they want to be because not all investors are the same. Some are buy and flip. Some are looking for long term, just positive cash flow. Some don't care about appreciation, um, which I can't imagine. I always want a, a property that I can positive cash flow and have appreciation. So we really get down to your needs. And then are they cash, which is probably for most investors, the ideal situation and yet uh, not always possible or practical. And if they're not, then we want to get them in touch with Eric and let's just have a conversation and make sure that their goals equal, equal their financial situation. And if not, what do they need to do to get there? I'm working with a lot of people right now that have credit issues or they need to save money or they're, you know, they need a strategic plan. And so we're putting together more and more resources for people that are during that process and so that then they can go ahead and you know, have the plan instead of being saying, oh, well, I can't buy now. Right. There's going to be opportunities coming. There just always is. And, you know, you always want to uh, not get caught up in the frenzy. Look at the numbers as an investor. Now, if you're buying a single family home and you're going to live there long term, 
it doesn't really matter as long as you can afford it. But when you start becoming an investor, you have to make sure that the numbers work and not just, oh, well, I, I want to buy an investment. No, you want to buy the right investment. And if you have to wait a little bit for that right opportunity, it's okay. But let's be clear on what that opportunity is. We have highlighted properties that are great for the buy and flips. There's fewer and fewer of those. Um, but also for those people looking to long-term uh, cash flow it. And, you know, if you want to be on that list, you just have to let us know so that you can find out about those properties first because we're handpicking those. Eric, you've mentioned that uh, you'll consultate, uh, you'll work on a consultative basis with people, especially if they have questions or if they are maybe uh, looking towards an investor type products in advance. What's a good timeline if someone has questions about their overall credit situation, money to put down, how long out should they touch base with you? You probably want to start the process about two months out at the furthest, to be honest with you. Um, credit is good for four months, so that gives you two months to prepare, get everything set with your pre-approval. Uh, if you have to do any credit repair type of work, we could assist you with that as well. Uh, and then by the time you hopefully go into contract, a 30-day close, you still have a couple more months to go. So I would tell you about two months before. Okay, that's good information. So you uh, also want to share with us a little bit further into the process. Everybody has the idea that, okay, I would like to get closed in 30 days or less. And so there are ways to get from here to there, as Lisa had been mentioning. As we get, uh, we're approved now, we're in process. What needs to happen once that process is underway to ensure that we're going to get closed? You're really going to want to make sure that when your lender asks you for any specific documentation that you try and provide that to that lender as soon as possible. Um, when you're at a 30-day process, if you really break it, break it down into days, you have 30 days total. You now take out four weekends. There's eight days right there. Um, then you take out a couple incremental days in the middle. So you're probably working on a, the lender has to completely clear your loan for closing and have you at the closing table within about 17 business days. Wow. So That puts it in perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's important to understand because sometimes you may ask a borrower for a document that they don't necessarily understand, and there may be a little back-and-forth conversation about it. Um, if you're doing your due diligence up front as a lender, you're going to get past that at the pre-approval stage. And that's one of the reasons with the True Group that we just haven't had any loans get delayed all year. We, we don't plan on having any uh, get delayed for the remainder of the year. But it's all about preparation. Well, and the thing we also have to remember coming into November and December is that that time shrinks because we have holidays yeah. in there. And even days when people are working you know, are they really working at the same pace that maybe they would have worked on maybe in September or even October? So as we're now approaching November, it's really important to understand that if you go to a big bank or so someone that doesn't have in-house underwriting and, and, and the efficiency, it's just about the process that they have, then odds are it's going to take you at least six, maybe eight weeks to close wow. as the time okay. continues to grow. So... That's why it's really important. And as a listing agent, when you are when you find that dream home and you or you're in that price point where there's probably going to be multiple offers, the lender matters. And having a lender who a can talk to that listing agent and help sell on how amazing you are as a buyer 
and how qualified you are, and also sell that they know what they're doing and that they will hit the dates and deadlines. And that's the partnership that we have with Eric. All right. That Well, that certainly goes a long ways. The, the perspective on all ends, you know, what the long, long range um, outcome could be up to eight weeks. You know, you're talking, Eric, in a normal month, about 17 business days really to work with. And Lisa, you bring up the good point about the holiday season. It's really not even that uh, once you, you have some of those holidays hit. So what I'm hearing, Eric, is trust the deadlines in the process. So we need to uh, listen to them. Exactly. Trust your lender. Make sure when you select your lender that that lender uh, has all in-house operations and not just keying on interest rate. I mean, it's important, but what happens a lot of times in the process is a, a person searches the Internet for a week looking for the lowest rate, and then finally they make a choice. In a 30-day process, you just don't have the luxury. So get with your lender two months out. Make sure you have a great relationship and move forward from there. Well, it's really good information. Thank you very much for uh, sharing it with us on today's show, Eric. And uh, Lisa, you know, before we uh, wrap up today's show, just some final thoughts, because you did bring up a really good point. Here we are, many of us, uh, just kind of wrapping our brains around the election cycle that tends to distract us from, uh, you know, what time of year it otherwise is, other knowing that an election is coming up in November. Uh, you know, we, we're in the, the wake of Hurricane Matthew that distracted some people. And, and so now we're also going to have the holidays. Um, I imagine that things are going to happen that much faster than we're used to. Uh, what are you looking at for people who are either looking to buy or sell? Well, it, the, the beauty is we're here ready to help. So it is time to pick up the phone, take advantage of the great opportunities. Let's get you in touch. You can still be in for the holiday season if you pick up the phone today. Uh, with our our system and Eric's system working together, we can find you the right home in a week or two, 30 more days to close. You could be in by Thanksgiving. And think about that. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. But you got to get started right away, as Lisa said. So, again, if you're not there right now, get started at truerealestate911.com. Truerealestate911.com. And, of course, buying selling questions seven days a week. They help. Seriously, they're there for you. 561-972-8326. That's 561-972-8326. I'm Brian Mudd for Lisa True and Mortgage Partner of the True Group, Eric Cantelli from Academy Mortgage, and we'll see you next time.